Hello everyone, welcome back to Signed Out. This is episode three of my story. Thank you for listening and being patient with me so far. This of course is my first podcast, but this story is still very real and very raw. Just make this podcast. So again, like I said, I'm reading excerpts from the book that I was unknowingly writing during my hospital stay, right after my second stroke. So episode three is called I, a goner. Um, bad English, but <laughs> so here we are. Episode three. It is so painful watching your peers surpass you in something you were also aiming for. That could have been me, you think. I look at the I look at a headstone and also state that could have been me. I stay in this limbo daily. I play the shoulda coulda woulda game when abruptly um then abruptly end it. Echoing the words from the hospital neuropsych fellow, your first and only task right now is to heal. Med school will be there. I still grapple with that. My identity had been tied to med school so tightly, I didn't know who I was without it. I believed in life. No life. I believed in no life without it. I had to dive into my new cognitive behavioral therapy and attempt to rewrite the value of myself to myself. It's sad, really. There is more to life and that that devastating time, I did not care. My life had ended as far as I was concerned. My viewpoint was distorted and rebuked my value as a regular human being. I loved my therapy, all of them, but I especially loved my CBT, my cognitive behavioral therapy. We are more than what we do as a career. We can be kind and giving and alive. Our life has value. I had to be reminded of that value. I had to almost lose my life to value it. Sound familiar? I just find out. I just found out how severe my stroke was today. So that day I wasn't told the severity of my stroke because I wasn't in my wits to understand how severe my stroke was. Anywho, you know that picture they always show you in School of the Brain, like, shifted to one side? Yeah, that was me. I just learned that the doctors truly didn't know if I could live and prepared my parents for my death. I had suddenly become bilingual and forgot English. I couldn't remember anything, and I couldn't do math. Math was so mind-boggling. I remember looking at a quarter, uh, two quarters, and asking how much money I had in my hand, and it made no sense. It was the weirdest feeling, really, truly. I was emotionally all over the place and incontinent. That means I urinated a lot, like, without wanting to. (laughs) I couldn't hold it. I wasn't lucid and had a complete personality change. I was, and the swelling from my bleed was getting worse. 
I was delirious and hallucinating and didn't know or understand reality. I couldn't walk or stand. What is even wilder is that I have no recollection of this. I had to be informed. Now, side note, I do remember only one thing. I was in the ICU and I they were helping me use the restroom um, with the porta potty, like the it's not a bedpan, but with the porta potty that's next to the bed. I had to essentially get out of the bed and just like switch over. And I remember sitting on the porta potty and falling forward. Like I sat down and I didn't have the muscles to keep my body upright on that seat. I just fell forward. I was near the bed, so I fell forward onto the bed while sitting on the porta potty. It was really embarrassing. Funny at the time, because I was like, oh no, and I just fell forward, because that's, that was the only way to get through that really depressing time, was to put a little humor into it. Let me continue. My parents were preparing themselves to take care of a vegetable or a corpse. I was on the path to death, and God said, never mind, not yet. I truly got another chance at life. The pressure is on for me. Also, all these stresses from med school and all of a sudden feel less stressful. (laughs) Who am I kidding? I'm still pressed and stressed about them. I literally went through it. I fought my death and I was in severe pain. I was in so much pain, I was audibly wailing. The good thing is that I have a good prognosis. My AVM collapsed and disappeared via a stroke? A blessing? Or was it a curse? Also, this stroke was so much more severe and serious than my first. This one almost took me out, but it truly very nearly took me out. I'm not exaggerating. Additionally, Because I had attached my value and my life to my achievements in life, I was okay with death due to my failures. That is unacceptable to me. How dare I attach my worth to my achievements or failures? I was catastrophizing and leaning into it hard. Life is definitely more nuanced and complicated than that. I had family and a support system that cared if I lived. How dare I not join them? Why had I devalued my life so? Essentially, why didn't I join them in valuing my life? I was ready to let it go and abandon it because it wasn't the life I had wanted. I had failed my board exams. I had failed at life. I had a stroke and I was just not, I wasn't feeling earth. I wasn't feeling earth, so. I felt like a failure even if I hadn't caused my predicament. I blamed myself and continued to disappoint, sorry, continued to feel disappointed in myself. I hadn't reached my goal. I felt like I let myself down despite fighting death. I think I did my first stroke wrong. I continued as if I was invincible, which is a fallacy. I obviously did something incompletely. Another streak of disappointment 
myself stabbed at me. How did I get here again? How did I get in this ICU? Time. I went through the cure, which is my cyber knife surgery. Why did this happen? Well, it worked, but apparently my cyber knife surgery initiated a cascade of consequences. I have so much healing to do, it's intimidating. I have to heal my mind, my body, and my soul. I had to do it properly this time. Pressure is on. Actually, let me not do that. It is simple. Heal to be a better me, a better whole self for me, for my family, and for my loved ones. And hopefully for my patients. You can't pour from an empty or non-existing cup. That was a very short one, but a very truthful one. I was really going through it at this time. I was doing my four therapies, my occupational therapy, my physical therapy, my speech therapy, because my speech therapy slash cognition or cognitive therapy not cognitive behavioral cognitive as in like teaching me how to think again crazy it's crazy it doesn't make sense that you have to teach your brain how to think so essentially you're thinking how to think it's it's wild but I had to I couldn't understand time like I didn't understand months I didn't understand that a long time was a long time or a short time was a short time Relativity, relativity, there you go. Relativity was elusive to me. It was elusive. I didn't understand it. I, it, it just, I cannot explain it. You kind of have to experience it. Don't experience it. Like, I don't want anyone to experience this, but you'll understand it, or you kind of have to experience it to understand it. And it was scary and isolating and an awakening that it's a death and an awakening right a death is a birth right so it was very disorienting but therein lies the end of my third episode and thank you so much for bearing with me up to this point if you're still here and um please come back for my other episodes i have quite a few chapters i want to read to you and display um to the world but uh thank you for listening my name is ashley willies and you can follow me on instagram at stroke of a genius with periods in between each word and oh, it's on instagram and then on twitter ashley msmd go ahead and interact with me i love to i'm addicted to social media just like you are <laughs> So thank you, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your night, evening, day, week, month, and year. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you again soon.